You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that asks the question, do you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> nice pull, I like it, I like it. I'm Cody, and not the Joker or Jack Napier. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about some Mario later on in the Let's show. Let's go. Let's Woo-hoo. go. Woohoo. Wahoo. Do that the sad little woohoo that Chris Pratt does in that one trailer. Wahoo. Wahoo. <laughs> but that's not the energy <laughs> we're bringing that's, here today. No, we're, to bringing, we're bringing the good energy. The uh, Charles Martin at Wahoo. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get some of that going. But first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out. It's a me, a Mario. That's not the voice. You'll have to wait to hear the voice. It is the voice, though. <laughs> it is the voice. I feel like we make that joke every, every time we time, use that bit. And, yeah. and, that's, and we have to. <laughs> Contractually obligated. <laughs> To point out that that is the Mario voice. <laughs> I am Star Lord. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, let's talk about some things we've been doing. I uh, finished the main campaigns of Pokemon Violet. I'm, into, I'm solidly into the post game now, where I can now enjoy the game. <laughs> uh, you know what? It, the story was all right. It has it, for a Pokemon game. It's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. The uh, once all of the three stories converge into that one final chapter, that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, it was rad. Yeah, the that, uh, I I don't want to don't want to spoil it. But uh, the actual final boss was a very interesting take on the generic trappings of a Pokemon game. You yeah. know. And the whole area zero was uh-huh. like super rad. It's very, very cool. Um, one thing that I did notice playing some of the games, especially in the back half, there is a weird under like undertone of giving up on your dreams. Yeah. Uh, in the game for some reason. Pokemon's finally growing up with its fan base. <laughs> it it kind of is because uh, all of the gym leaders and I, I wasn't really paying too much attention to it in the first half of the game. But um, at least the second half of the gym leaders that I that I ran across, it was Larry, the salary man who basically said, yeah, I don't like doing this, but this is my job. Yeah, I used to have dreams, but I live in reality. So reality is going to work and doing your job. I need that pokey cash. Basically, uh, there was a um, former rap star who is clearly past her prime. And is she past her prime or is she just old? I think she's older, <laughs> but I, I I got the feeling that she doesn't tour anywhere. She That's just stays true. in her one town and does the same rap battle every day. And and her has char- I love her character. Though. Her character so cool. Her character's really cool, but <laughs> it's 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 almost like she has resigned herself to like a residency. As opposed to being a touring musician. And then you have the Ice Gym, who you spend almost no time there. It's very clear that they kind of threw it in at the last minute. And you play a dumpy minigame. And you play a really bad minigame. But they do make a couple of offhand comments about, oh, yeah, no, this gym trainer... This gym leader, she was a uh, Olympic level skier. I think I think Gresha's the dude. Oh, she is. Oh, is there is yeah. there a dude? Oh, yeah. Okay, I I I guess I I missed that. 
but uh, they um, they were an Olympic level skier, and um, until they were injured and had to uh, give up on their dreams, and now they do Pokemon. And now they do <laughs> Pokemon, something they don't really want to do. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. That even leads into the final final boss, which is the epitome of putting your dreams ahead of everything else and the dangers of that the what was oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so it's, i was thinking the final uh the elite four no, like who no. are you talk about in there the the literal baby <laughs> that, yeah that that weird baby that yeah, baby's weird there's a literal baby child in the elite four <laughs> yeah she's weird i didn't like that <laughs> but it's just kind of weird how they threw that in as kind of a if you're if you're looking for it, it's there kind of thing. I don't know if that's a commentary on the older fans of the Pokemon games and telling them to stop or, or what, <laughs> or game freak just saying we're tired. We're tired of doing this. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It could be, but, um, who knows? I I, overall, I like this game though. I, I went in with expectation, like expectations basement level. Yes. And the, it, it rose above that. It rose above that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it might not be my favorite, but it's, I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Definitely enjoyed it more than Sword and Shield. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I can sit and wait until they uh, open up the Pokemon bank so I can transfer in all of my old guys and uh, st- start working on uh, filling out the Pokedex to 100%. Again. <laughs> like you do. Because I gotta. Because I have to. Gotta catch them all. That's that's true. You gotta catch them all. (laughs) Uh, The other thing I checked out, get the light switch ready, because I'm going to talk about (laughs) Japanese Power Rangers for two minutes. We we all watched this. We all watched it. I I forced you guys to watch it when you came (laughs) over to my house today, yes. Um, So the uh, Japanese uh, Super Sentai, what Power Rangers is based on, is in its 47th year a real Simpsons situation. I mean, technically 48 years because the first season ran for two se- two years. Ran for 80 some episodes. Huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, because they didn't know what they were doing back then. Well, back yeah, the it was the 70s. 70s. <laughs> but uh, this season is unique in that it is set on a parallel Earth that is all based around different kingdoms. It's very video game kind of setting. And all of the rangers are kings and queens of their respective kingdoms. Of their respective CG Mario Party. Oh board. yeah, yeah. Everything. Yeah, it's they kind of leaned the a little green screen's too really heavily. bad. But they leaned a little too heavily into the green screen for these first episodes. I imagine in a couple episodes they'll be back to physical sets. But <laughs> they can't pay for that forever. No, <laughs> no. Usually the first six or seven episodes get all the budget for the season and then they backslide to save money for the first six or seven episodes of the next season. Yeah, they, they go they go back to the rock quarry and jump in front of explosions of cheap explosions. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Uh, but this season it has a really strong start. I was really I really liked the previous season and I was sad to see those characters go. Uh, Josh, you would like the last season because it was based on. Uh, the Japanese myth of Momotaro, the Peach Boy. Oh, right. Yeah, that was the Peach Boy, aliens, and video games. That was that was the themes. Well, at least it wasn't Furry Fest <laughs> like the Cube one. No, it wasn't. It wasn't uh, cu- uh, Minecraft animals. <laughs> yeah, Minecraft animals. Yeah, kind of. That sounds like a toy line that would make a million dollars. It does. TM TM TM. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
but no, this uh, the first episode. There's uh, not a whole lot of action. There's not a whole lot of character building outside of the main Red Ranger. It seems like the season's going to be very Red Ranger centric, but like they tend to be. Some seasons are very are more geared towards Red Rangers, as while others are more team based. I would say I would actually say the one from two seasons ago, the one that was the anniversary where all of the Rangers were robots that were based off of different Zords. Oh yeah, from previous seasons that was more of an ensemble than it That's was true. a sing like Red Ranger and his wacky friends. <laughs> Stupid blue ranger robot with his stupid robot glasses. With his robot glasses? Yeah. He turned into a dump truck? <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's great. He's like, check out this dump truck. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was the focus of the of the a monster that give that made everyone fall in love. So yes. It was there was an episode he was like, hey, check out this dump truck. Not a joke. <laughs> but no, it's uh so it's called King Oger, and you know, I usually give the season uh, new seasons about five or six episodes to kind of catch me. First one seems pretty good. I don't know. Not much else to say about it. The robot looks really nice. It's a good robot. Oh yeah, they're all and they're all insect. They're themed. all bug themed. Yes, and their suits are cool. They're like aren't they're like a combination of Power Ranger suit and knight armor. Yeah, and pleather. Yeah, pleather, and they have a a shoulder cape. <laughs> yeah, and their transformation weapon thing is not like a bracelet or a belt buckle or uh something stupid and, or and a gaudy phone. or a phone. It's a phone a lot of the times. Um, it's their actual weapon. It's a, it's a sword, sword with a little trigger on it that transforms them. It's a gun blade. It kinda, yeah. And it's it's really cool and kind of elegant. And I hope they keep it up. We're about as elegant as a giant clunky yeah. Sentai thing can be. Well, that's the that's the beauty <laughs> of Sentai. On the show, their their weapons look just like the toys, so that when the kids go to the store to buy the toys, they're not let down because they, it doesn't look like it on the show. I mean, I, w- I remember being a kid when the when Mighty Morphin was out and being very disappointed in the quality of the toys. Well, that's a bond, though. That's a bond, and they they made those crap. tiny little those that tiny little Red Ranger sword. Yeah, you you can't go wrong with the shoulder cape, though. Oh, shoulder yeah. cape is good. That, that's, that's why I liked uh, Power Girl. Mm-hmm. Has this that, <laughs> yeah, that's why I liked uh, uh, Magi Ranger with their capes. Yeah, their tiny capes. Yeah, or what was that one called in America? Mystic. Mystic Force. Mystic Force. Yeah. <laughs> Mystic Knights of Tiernanog. Oh, oh wow. I haven't yeah. thought about that in a hot minute. Oh, that's a good that's a good one. Oh. You know what? Somebody at work uh last night asked me. I heard him kind of talking, I wasn't paying attention, and they're like, Josh, you're my only hope. You know, you know, please tell me you remember this. VR Troopers. Of course. <laughs> of course you remember VR Troopers. I was like, well, yeah. And then I went on a whole spiel about Metal Hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. VR Trooper was a was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And then they also got into the co- the conversation of Beetleborgs. Nothing beats tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills, though. Oh, I forgot about that. Theme that theme song rocks. I don't care who knows it. <laughs> Tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills. Or, it's awful, and I love it. And then, the, like, there was the one Sentai that was ninja based, but they made it alien based for America, and it was terrible. <laughs> Ninjas, aliens, what's the difference? They're all the same. Oh, <laughs> uh, which one was that? Oh, they should have called it. Ninja- it was a real short Power Ranger series. Ninja aliens. It was like Ninja Steel. No, 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 no. This would have been somewhere around the time of like. Zio or something. Dino it's what Cocker Ranger. Cars. I think that's what Cocker Ranger was based off, based from. Watch your language as a family. Oh, uh, Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers. Yes. Yeah. With the, with the aliens for Aquatar. Yes. 
Yeah, Del- Delphine from Aquatar. They had to drink water out of a fountain every now and then, or they'll die. Yeah, and they had those stupid prosthetics. I mean, to be on fair, I have to drink water every now and then, or well, I'll die. that's very true. Everybody kind of has to, <laughs> but they really had to do it. They had big dumb prosthetics on their head. Yeah, they looked kind of like what. Um, that uh, was the prelude to Zeo because all the ra- uh, human rangers were turned into children. Yeah, and then like, um, and then Bulk was turned into a sixty-foot child. But no, uh, the prosthetics reminded me of like what Alan Rickman looked like in Galaxy Quest. He, they do look a lot except like. That, uh, except um, theirs had more like eye stuff. By Grapthar's hammer, you are correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I miss Alan Rickman. I do too. Anyway, check them out. <laughs> yeah. We finally got around to watching our copy of Terrifier 2 that's been sitting around. Oh, fun! Uh, since we tried to watch it before while we ate dinner, which was a mistake. That was not a smart no, decision. No, it was not. That yeah. was very much a, how about we watch this again later? Uh-huh. <laughs> when we're so, not eating. So what did you think now that you're not eating? Um, I mean, it was still very violent and very gross, mm-hmm. but also like... A, it's a pretty good fun movie too if you've got the stomach for it yeah uh, the art the clown character is so good and also he's not really a clown he's more no. of a mime yeah he's kind of he, just a mime he doesn't talk and he does a lot of miming and it is hilarious yeah yeah just like he does a horrible act of violence on a person and then just does a goofy like shoulder shrug like I don't know I'm I, I'm killing again, I guess. <laughs> like, here I oh go boy, killing oh again. Oh boy, here I go killing again. Yeah. And it, it is one of the most violent movies I've, it's pretty I've ever rough. seen. Yeah. I, I have a very strong stomach yeah. for, for movie violence, and this even had me going, ew, ew. Yeah, ah. I, would, I, I would tend to agree. I'm, I'm not as desensitized to that stuff. And yeah, I had a... I had a very hard time watching it. Sounds like I would hate it because it's like all the things I hate. A lot of viscera. Gore yeah. and mimes. Oh. Well, there you go. Yeah, that Let would me tear. Rip and tear. He does a lot. Of, he'll just grab you and rip you apart. Like, he, yeah. he's got to be, he's an incredibly strong clown. Mm-hmm. I mean, he looks like a clown, but what the art he's actually doing is mime. Yes. Um, I don't know why they felt the need to give him like the little girl sidekick, the little girl clown. It's like yeah. that didn't seem necessary. It didn't seem very necessary. No, but I mean, I mean, she can talk and apparently mimic people's voices, which kind of makes it so you can have art talk in yeah. a way. Yeah, it's kind of a halfway kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. but like, and it just seemed unnecessary and kind of dumb. Yeah. Um. But also, you know, it's not a big thinker of a film either. <laughs> no, I would not say that it is one that you have really have to put a lot of thought no. into. It's just fun, ultra-violent trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the best way to describe it. Ultra-violent trash. Yeah. So speaking of ultra-violent, ultra-violent trash that you shouldn't watch while you're eating. So Nicole's been going back and re-watching Metalocalypse. It's a good show. Oh, I love the show. Yeah. I love show. the show. Yeah, but it is gross. Yeah, <laughs> it is such a disgusting show. <laughs> like I sat down uh, uh, after making dinner one morning, and it was like I sat down, and it was to a dude getting his like eye like forcibly removed through interrogation, and I'm like, ugh. And she's like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't watch this while we eat. <laughs> yeah. The the one 
bedroom kill scene in Terrifier 2 is like one of the wildest uh-huh. movie scenes I think I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. It's, yes, yes. And like, I give a plot synopsis, but do I really, I don't really need to. No, don't need to. The clown, there's not, there's teens and the clown kills the teens. Like, that's, yeah. There's, there's <laughs> that's kind of like a classic horror movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it it's really, a classic it, slasher. It really yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. He almost has a, a Freddy Krueger energy about him. Almost. I would say so. If Freddy didn't talk, which is like the main thing that yeah, he does. Yeah, but Freddy's always about like quips and puns. Yeah. Yeah. But especially in Dream Warrior, oh man, <laughs> he he gets like increasingly quippy as you go. Yeah, we did watch the second um, Nightmare on Elm Street movie not too long ago. Oh yeah, that that is the gayest movie I've ever seen in my life. And Apparently, I, di- the director had no idea <laughs> that he was putting he was accidentally putting all this all this gay subtext into it. <laughs> I've watched movies specifically about gay people that weren't as gay as that movie is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that was, yeah, the writer years years later, I, they they just did a um a, a documentary thing, a short thing on uh, Red Letter Media about they're going through all of the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street films, and yeah, the writer eventually said years and years later, yeah, I was kind of right, working through some stuff, and I, and I put this stuff in there. But the director, they cut to the, an interview with the director. He goes, I had no idea. It was not my intent. I was just making a film. I was just directing what was on the page. And I had no idea. But yes. So it wasn't like one of those like instances where like say something like the Babadook becomes like a gay icon or something. <laughs> Robert England there and said that he got it. He understood. He, he was understood like, yeah, it. it was it was a, a gay story, <laughs> and it and it is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, weird. It's, it's a wild swing for them to take, with the, with especially a, for the time period. Yeah, a mainstream horror film from the eighties, like yeah, but but then a few movies later, Freddy is like make you get super Freddy, yeah, <laughs> and and stuff, yeah. And all horror movies are weird. You yeah. know, it, it's funny that there are certain horror slasher uh, movie monsters that you don't associate with a particular actor or actress, but Robert England has to be Freddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. There's because, you know, I mean, you, you can make a case for Kane Hodder as Jason because he gave him the slow walk yeah, he's, and, he's and the, the lumbering. Best, he's the best, he's the best one. But but really, Jason's a guy is, is a stuntman in a in a mask. Yeah. Um, Michael Myers is a stuntman in a mask. Uh, he, he's never been the same guy, has he? No, I don't think he's mask? been. He's been someone else every single time, just about. Yeah, he's the shape. It, it, yeah. The only thing that matters is that he cuts that shape. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but but Freddy has to be because they tried it. They tried to to reboot it with um no, with yeah. what's his name for Rorschach from uh yeah. um, Watchmen. Yeah, wasn't that called like New Nightmare or something? No, New no, Nightmare New is Nightmare. an extremely meta movie I, I liked new nightmare actually i i like that i like when freddy gets it's almost the deadpoolification of of freddy but i think for the character it works i mean if you think about it the original movie is pretty meta it's pretty like, meta yeah so it makes sense to go even further with oh, push it. it yeah keep yeah. pushing I mean, it why he, not he literally hunts you in your dreams <laughs> yeah and who knows what's dream and what's reality yeah, like really the ending of the it. like the ending of the original movie. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, being being an adult who works a regular job now, the real nightmare is forcing yourself to have to stay awake for 
24 hours. <laughs> the real nightmare is reality. Is is having to stay awake. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, man, we're getting a little... We're, uh, we're getting there. So, yeah, with that, we're actually going to go ahead and go to break. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some Mario stuff and maybe some other things. Well, who knows? We'll see. Wahoo! <laughs> Don't take a nap. Remember, kids, the real nightmare is reality. The folks at Sidekicks Coffee are more than happy to make you your favorite hot or iced coffee, tea, hot chocolate, lattes, and more. Sidekicks have two locations. In the Marion Center Mall, Tuesday through Saturday, opening at 10 a.m., and their on-the-road drive-up next to the Pet Sanctuary on Marion Waldo Road, Tuesday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Sidekicks Coffee. Welcome back from the break. Thank you for sticking with us. We are going to get into some news. Do the Mario swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario. It's Mario Day, or at least it, it was. It is as of recording right now, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yes, Mario 10th, or Mario, Mario 10th. The month is now just called Mario. Mario, It's the month of Mario. <laughs> um, yeah, March 10th is the unofficial Mario Day, although it's kind of almost become the official Mario yeah. Day uh, because the brands have latched onto it. I mean, Nintendo themselves have latched onto yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Barely, they don't do a whole lot. I wish they would do more, like announce a game. That would be nice. <laughs> the, be movie, nice. the movie should have been released this weekend. Yeah, it really should yeah. have. It really should have. But, uh, you know. But uh, what are some of the things that were announced on account of Mario Day? <laughs> well, the the main thing Nintendo had, aside from uh, meager discounts on Switch games that are old. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, you can get 30% off. Five years, five or six year old, twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Switch games, but Mar- Mario game or uh, Nintendo games are gold. Yeah, they, yeah. They never drop. They the never economy drop. is run on Nintendo games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. The Nintendo game standard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fort Knox is full of Mario Odysseys. Yeah, yeah copies of New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> and and Mario and Luigi inside. Inside job or whatever it was inside called. Tor- Bowser's inside, inside story. Tor- Bowser's That's right. inside job. <laughs> Mario and Luigi's wild vor party. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay, yeah. New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe should be twenty dollars at the most. I agree. I agree. <laughs> anyway, some <laughs> announcements for Mario. Uh, they had the the main point. I was trying to say they had the big final trailer for the Mario movie. Yeah, and the trailer looks good. It yes. looks. It continues to look uh, enjoyable. Had some good action. Mm-hmm. Um, Donkey Kong. A lot of Donkey Kong. Uh, more, than, more than you would think it would be in the Super you know Mario what? Brothers And movie. I'm fine with that. Yeah, same here. That's, that's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> Donkey Kong gets a fire flower, which is something we've never we've seen. We've never happen. seen I that. I know. And now I'm super excited. The, the flame-tinged uh, Donkey Kong's coloration with the white tie. tie. Yeah, That was really nice. That was really good. I mean, Peach kind of does it, too, in, like, one of the other trailers. Her, but Peach her, also had her own game at one point. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She did. I forgot she, about that. And she's a playable character in some of the later yeah, in, Mario. In I mean, Mario's- she's a playable character in Mario two well in mario 3d world you're peach and you can get a fire flower and Mm. that's how she looks in that so the white dress with the red yeah okay yeah but yeah i I feel i'm worried that they showed all the best stuff in all the trailers now like all the best jokes 
all the best action bits and references. I feel like they're in the trailers. So I hope that wasn't the best jokes because those were, yeah. those were kind of stinkers. Barely passable as jokes. Um, also, uh, the Luma was funny. Yeah, I, like yeah. I was going to say Luma. That was funny. The uh, posit- uh the positive yet nihilistic Luma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all we have waiting for is the sweet release of death. Yay! All, all the other jokes were like, "Did that just happen?" Kind of stuff. Well, we're gonna get a lot of that. This this it's is a, a children's kids movie. movie for children. Yeah, it's, we're gonna have a lot a lot of those kind of jokes lampshaded, but uh, it's it looks fun. It looks fun. Uh, they did a thing in the direct with the with the cast. They had uh, some some scripted humor, some safe scripted humor, <laughs> uh, and everyone seemed fairly in, invested in that, except for Chris Pratt. Yeah, which he, tracks he didn't he didn't seem like he really wanted to be on the Nintendo direct. <laughs> no, no, I I don't think he really wants to do much of anything. <laughs> I mean, he's got all his Marvel money. <laughs> he don't really. Well, Miyamoto seems just really excited about he a, does. about this movie. Yeah, yeah. He's he's really seems like he's really really invested a lot of time into it. Yeah, his excitement is palpable. Yeah, and that's and that's good. I I miss when he made video games. Honestly, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but also, I mean, he is getting older, and plus, you know, there's all that like you know probably that a lot of ill feelings about the last Mario movie <laughs> still floating around. There's a quite a bit of um, a turnaround on that lately. Yeah, that's what I I feel like a lot of people have come around on the Mario movie. Yeah, and that it's it's a it's an oddity. Yeah, pe- people enjoy it for what it is. Yes, which is a terrible movie. It's okay. I think it's fun. It's bad, but it's fun. It's it's, it's fun bad. And like reading all the all the like the like the behind the camera stuff about the oh, movie. Oh yeah, is, it was not a fun oh, the, time the, for the, anyone. The Jenkles were not. Uh, very good people to work with and for. And the fact that, you know, Bob Hoskins and John Lanzamo had to be literally drunk the whole time just to do the movie. It, well, it was it was the first movie they'd ever directed. Mm-hmm. They were music video directors. Music video and uh, Max Headroom. They, oh, yeah. Ma- they I Max, forgot about Max, Max, Max Headroom TV So that's why, that's, why, yeah. that's why King Koopa looks like Max Headroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because when they originally received the script, it was more of a fantasy-based kind of situation which i think more akin to the princess bride as opposed to max headroom and it was the jenkles that changed everything around which either one isn't really right but fantasy is closer it's closer i mean they're castles yeah (laughs) man could you imagine like some just toilet was it what was that late 80s early 90s early 90s um (laughs) fantasy movie with mario like akin to like Dragon Slayer or uh, Call or or Crawl. Crawl or on the flip side you get something like Legend. <sighs> yeah, Legend or Princess Bride. I mean, that was early eighties, wasn't oh, it? Can you imagine Tim Curry as Koopa? Oh my god! Hello there, Princess. princess I'm King Peach Koopa. <laughs> yeah, back before he was Bowser, he was this King Koopa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mario, your princess is in another castle. Flies away on the clown mm-hmm. on the clown copter. Yes, yes. <laughs> they would have straight up had the clown copter. I'd be fine with that. Oh, why didn't we get like a cyberpunk version of the clown copter? 
Oh, in in the original one? Yeah. He, he kind of does. He at the very end he does have the devolver gun that in is floating back and forth between a giant on a giant like bucket kind of thing. That's oh, true. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like he was in some kind of flying ma- machine thing in, in Dinotopia, like in Dino Hatton. Dino Hatton. You, yeah. you have to appreciate all those wild like cyberpunk sets and stuff. It looks cool. It looks. Does cool. it look like Mario? No, but no. it looks cool. <laughs> it looks cool. It looks incredibly hot because it was all ma- built in one warehouse <laughs> with no ventilation. And everyone was basically losing a bunch of weight through sweat. Yeah, like, (laughs) also the fact that everyone's wearing, like, leather. Yeah. And you can hear the leather, like, when people are moving. Yeah. I like that Mario has, like, a trashy... New York girlfriend. Oh that's yeah, very. That's very good. Her funny. name should have been Pauline, but that's. Yeah. But whatever. I I love. Uh, so um, what's his name? Uh, Dennis Hopper was not a very good King Koopa. However, some of the delivery on some of his lines were just so bizarre that monkey. I love it. <laughs> a monkey. <laughs> yes, when he de- when he devolves uh, Foreman Spike into a a gorilla or an, uh, a chimpanzee. Oh. Goes, a monkey. <laughs> was he supposed to be based on Foreman Spike, Foreman Spike or Spike, the guy that throws little spike balls out? No, of it was Foreman. Sp- the Foreman Spike yeah, because it was, it was the what? company that Mario worked for uh, when he broke free, which is similar to the beginning of this one from the way it sounds. The uh, animated one. I'm excited to see their design for yeah, Foreman Spike. I am too. Because it, in Wrecking Crew, he just kind of looks like Wario, honestly. I mean, he looks it, like Waluigi. I mean, it's he's a, real thin. He's a human. He's a human in the Mario verse. They're all gonna kind of look the same. Well, yeah. I mean, look at uh, you know, when when the when the royal crown came out, and it was like, oh, by the way, you put the crown on, you just look like Princess Peach. That's that's Peachette. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, Peachette just looks like Teen Peach. Yeah. Uh, but we're way in the weeds. Yeah, we, we are, are, and that's fine. Mario, we're, Mario we're Day. That. Yeah, Mario. <laughs> It's uh, a, it's a me. Lego had a had their own little like live stream thing today as well, where they revealed very little. Um, <laughs> they they had one big uh, dry Bowser theme set, which dry Bowser is the skeletal version of Bowser. Does it, that make Bowser wet Bowser? I I suppose so. Moist Bowser, <laughs> or maybe that's the third. There's a third wet Bowser. Oh yeah. Maybe you know regular Bowser is just regular wet. Like there's an extra. Oh <laughs> uh, okay. So so like you know original recipe and extra crispy. Yeah. You get a. I mean dry Bowser is extra crispy. <laughs> yeah yeah fair fair. This is just like a he looks like chaos from Sonic Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the, there's a castle, a dry Bowser themed castle that was. It's cute. It's a cute set. Um, it has a little weight room for Bowser in it. Oh, nice! But you can't get no gains if you got no muscles That's when you're true. all just a bone boy. That's true. Mm-hmm. He's just bones. Um, but would, it's. Would you, if you were a, a skeleton man and you wanted to build your skeleton muscle, would you just drink milk? Oh yeah. Is that all you'd have to do? Oh yeah, make you invincible. You gotta grow yeah. the extra bones because the bones are their money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's like at a hundred dollar once. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, it's the, the other line. the other big Bowser set was really expensive too. Yeah. I I I can't justify spending that much money on the Mario sets because they're 
they're the big ones are play sets for the for the kids. They're play sets. They're, yeah. The whole the whole Mario Lego line is is very kid focused. Yes. But I do love the uh, blind box little figures of the different those are monsters pretty cool. and stuff. Yeah, those are pretty cool. I have cool. a ton of those and they're very fun to build and very cute. Mm-hmm. Um I do wish the Mario Legos were more like the Sonic Legos or the Sonic Lego like the one they did. I kind of like the buildable figures as opposed to just having a pre-built piece of plastic you put together. Yeah. Like, I could see both sides of it. I don't like, I just don't like how square. Yeah. And oblong Mario and, and the, and the playable pieces are. And I, Mario, I, Luigi, mm-hmm. Peach. Peach. And, yeah. I, and the, and the electronic gimmick doesn't do anything for me really, but then Same. it's not for me. It's for, it, right. To play yeah. With. It's, it's not for us. I mean, it, there's like what? Three, adult collector Nintendo ones. There's the question block, the NES system with the little TV and, and then the and then giant the, Bowser and the big really? Bowser and the big Bowser. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't super love the Lego Mario figure itself, but I don't think I would super love a minifig of Mario either. It would just look weird. The proportions would not be right. Yeah. I agree with that. It, it would be fitting Mario to the Lego aesthetic, st- aesthetic too much. Yeah. No, I could see that. They would have to find some kind of happy medium with it, but I wish there were I wish they would continue with the playset line for the younger kids and also have the option for just the model set yeah. of Peach's Castle or Bowser's some, Castle. Bowser's Castle or something along those lines. Just for the adult collector that's not going to be like, oh, I'm gonna move my piece around and make the Mario make a noise. Make go woohoo. Yeah. I, I, the I, question mark block is a great set. I had a great time putting that one together. It looks it looks fantastic. It I, is. I did like that Lego that Lego Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, that was the last thing they teased there's gonna be a Donkey Kong themed set. They're oh, gonna, that's cool. They're gonna announce it further in the summertime, I guess. Um, but they did show a brick built Donkey Kong that looks fantastic. It looks really good. It looks really, really good. I like how they use those round pieces to make his like monkey mouth. Mm-hmm. It's just goofy, and I was about it. Yep. And in, in the video, when they set Mario on his back, he made Donkey Kong monkey noises, and a little bit of Donkey Kong country music started playing. Oh, that's kind of really cool. I kind of cool. hope this kind of leads Nintendo maybe to maybe nudge them or something and give us a new Donkey Kong Country. It's been so long. There, there's so much Kong stuff now. There's a lot of Kong stuff. There's a lot of Kongs in that movie. Mm-hmm. And they're putting Donkey Kong in the Legos and they redesigned Donkey Kong entirely for the movie. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we've got some kind of Donkey Kong game coming. Yeah. I'd it's be- been a while since Tropical Freeze. It's been a while. Yeah, because Tropical Freeze has been released like, what, three times? Four two, times? Two times. Yeah. One, you- once on the Wii U and once on the Switch. Mm. Yep. And then there was also... Uh, Returns. Yeah, on the DS... Yeah, that one. No, that was only two times for that one too, because it was, it was on the Wii and on the 3DS. Yeah. Yep. Tropical, difficult. Yeah, Tropical Freeze is so good, though. It's one of the yeah. best, one of the best hand down, hands down platform games in general. Mm-hmm. I love its its level design is less like all Mario levels look like they're made out of building blocks that are put together. The levels yeah. in Donkey Kong look like full-on environment actual levels yeah yeah plus yeah. the 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 music in the donkey kong country games is so good they've always yeah. been top tier 
Absolutely. I think that's part of the reason why it's, so, it's some of my favorite stuff. Plus, Donkey Kong Country, like the whole series outside of Donkey Kong Country 3 is really, really good. And even 3 is not that bad. <laughs> 3 is not that bad. It's not the best, but it's not that bad. It, it was Rare's B, B team. Yeah, because like everyone, everyone else was, still, was already working on Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, the, the people who made 1 and 2 had moved on to other things. Yeah. <laughs> Gangplank Galleon is probably one of my favorite... Um, Oh, More I game I, OSTs. I, oh, yeah. I turn that up. I turn yeah. that up all the time. Every yeah, even uh, even the Smash one with the, the rabbit. The <laughs> Smash one with the rabbit is is goes surprisingly hard. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, uh, on Spotify, I have this Nintendo synthwave playlist. Oh, nice. And nice. there's some good ones in there. Cool. Mostly uh, aquatic ambiance. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The underwater levels. Boop 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 boop. Those levels were so wild when that game came out because no video game had music like that in it mm -hmm. before then. Also, yeah. like all the all the water levels had like those little secret places that unless you were going for a collectible or just sliding around on the ground or something, you might not ever find it. Right, right. Uh, last thing with Mario Day, um, for some reason, they have recreated Mario's boots and they're currently viewable in the Nintendo store in New York City. Yes, yes, they spent time to make tiny little brown leather shoes. That will never fit a human. <laughs> that you can go and see in one location on our planet if you why so this, desire. <laughs> why this is a thing? I have no clue. But it exists. I feel like if a person wore them, they would look like Sora from Kingdom Hearts 1. <laughs> or it would it would be like you were having your feet binded? Yeah, <laughs> like a little bit, a little bit. Oh god, that that you know, yeah. They, they look like little wooden clogs from from yeah, Sweden. They look like little bread loafs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's neat that that they made a physical thing for this movie, but boy, there's a million other things you can pick. That's I, I don't know how they got Chris Pratt's feet in them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why didn't they make some kind of, I don't know, luxury hat? Hat or overalls, overalls or his gloves or even his plunger? Or like a human shoe that you could purchase. That that has like the same stitching as the Yeah, that has the a theme boot. that's like the boot. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird choice but Nintendo they make weird choices yeah, sometimes. Yeah, just like one of those weird things they do inexplicably. <laughs> Miyamoto said in an interview, "Oh, I like. I maybe we could show off his feet." <laughs> oh, great! Miyam Miyamoto's a Tarantino, and that's the closest. That, that's <laughs> yeah. that's what they talked him down to. Was they put his shoes in a glass box for people Come to, to see? Nintendo Store New York feet for free. <laughs> Mario feet. Have we ever seen Mario? Yeah, we have seen Mario. Yeah, but oh, yeah. In, in Mario Odyssey. In Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah, he. Uh, We've seen Mario's nipples. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? We've seen more of Mario in the last few years than we've ever we seen. Ever have. Yeah. <laughs> that Mario streaker level is something else. <laughs> Running through Delfino Plaza. Uh, is this thing getting chased by the cops in New Donk City? <laughs> yeah. It is here. Is like the slap of his naked feet on the pavement. <laughs> I wonder if they is there a sound difference? There's for a sound. There's the a sound pavement? distance. Yes, oh my God. it's it's slightly wet. <laughs> not not jo not joking. It's it's slightly wet <laughs> when he runs. All right, let's talk about let's let's stop talking about Mario's feet for a moment. 
no never <laughs> and uh let's let's talk about some other stuff here um there was uh, another trailer along with the mario trailer for another animated film it's Teenage- all cartoons this week folks it is and that's fine <laughs> i'm all for it i love cartoons uh teenage well, cartoons that feature seth rogan predominantly that is yeah yep. that's weird that's weird but uh teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem is an animated film that is uh, not tied to any one continuity of previously established I mean, turtles. It, it's, it's its own thing. It's its own thing, and that's cool. But it um, features a, a slightly younger take on the turtles. They or, are more early or teen. Just actual teenage turtles. They are, yeah, they are actual yeah. voice a- teenage voice actors portraying the turtles in, in April. Um, but there is a star-studded cast... For all of the mutants that oh, show up. Oh, man. It is yeah. like some stunt casting all over the place. It's, it's a who's who of weird Weirdo Ninja voice. Turtle side yeah. characters. Yeah. We have Jackie Chan as Splinter. Fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's almost too easy of a... I feel it's because James Hong was too old. Yep. We have uh, Seth Rogen as Bebop, the uh, Warthog Man, and John Cena as Rocksteady, Which the... Is- Rhino Man, Rhino Man, extremely funny. Those that that two as a pairing, yeah, that's gonna be really good. Um, put them in a buddy cop movie. Oh yeah, my god, god, that was so yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. The good guys too. <laughs> oh my god, I'd watch that. Oh yeah, that would be great. Uh, we have uh, Paul Rudd as a character that I believe was originally just an action figure was never for the animated series for the original animated series never was actually on the show Mondo Gecko I mean I'm pretty who is sh- a skateboard gecko Yeah I'm pretty sure he's pretty predominant in the IDW stuff though. He is yeah a lot of these characters have been because they uh, the IDW at one point decided okay we're going to take a bunch of these characters that were only toys and we're going flesh to actually flesh yeah. them out and actually put them in the comics and Also have them do the stuff. IDW the IDW like Turtle stuff is so good. It's it's really good. You know, they put Venus de Milo in it. Yeah, they recently. brought her back. They brought her so back. So now there are two and, girl turtles. And they made it so that they they changed her backstory to one that is actually compelling. She was a human that was forcefully uh, gene modified into a turtle. I mean, that's kind of what happened with Janaya. Uh, Jenica. Oh, yeah, she got a the blood. Tra- one. She got a blood transfusion from Leonardo. Right, but this one was like she was turned into so She Hulk's back. She, she, <laughs> pretty, no, yeah, it's it, she was a foot ninja, and that's what happened. So what was it? Uh, the Venus de Milo in this one was, and she has like scars all over her body because she's literally been pieced together like a Frankenstein. She was accidentally mutated into a turtle, and she was part of the um uh turtle or not turtle the uh, the frog group oh the punk, frog? the punk frogs she was a punk frog that an evil scientist captured and then tr- was like retrofitting into a turtle what is a turtle but a frog with a shell basically i mean that basically what is a man is. <laughs> but uh but because of that she does have like stitching all over because she has been pieced together by other various mutant characters but she is not appearing in the film she is not in the film <laughs> no, no, uh, no we no. have uh giancarlo esposito as baxter stockman good good choice. good casting yeah, Baxter Stockman. I mean, he's a classic. I hope he turns into a fly in this one. That'd be cool. I, yeah. The the movie is called Mutant at Mayhem. Yeah. I would imagine. <laughs> I would hope so. He's going to. <laughs> we have Post Malone as another IDW Comics original, Ray Filet, 
who was a fish man. He's a stingray. Yeah. He's a stingray. And yeah. not the mascot for Long John Silvers. He should be, though. Yeah. Gross. Uh, let's see. Hannibal Burris as one of the punk frogs, Genghis Frog. <laughs> nice. Uh, let's see. Ice Cube and Maya Rudolph as um, a character named Superfly and someone named Cynthia Utrom. So the the Krang aliens, the little squid Krang aliens, that's that's an Utrom. So Maya Rudolph is going to be a yeah, version a of Krang, essentially. <laughs> that's cool. Or, you know, of the race anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, last one is Ayo Edbiri. I hope I'm pronouncing the name correctly. I think you did. She is uh, voicing uh, April O'Neil. And shows up in the trailer briefly for like 10 seconds. Uh, you, yes. it, that didn't have... Uh, Natasha Dumit. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Nadia from uh, What We Do in the Shadows is Wingnut. Oh, she's Wingnut. She's the bat. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Wingnut was like an exclusive to the the Tournament Fighters game. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they're they're doing some deep pulls with this one. I'm excited for it. That's great. I kind of I kind of hope uh, Metalhead shows up. But the trailer is extremely cute. Yes. Um, it's, it's the turtles mostly being teens and doing dumb, dumb teen teenage stuff. Dumb teen stuff. They're not, with, they're with not ninja su- weapons. They're not super great with ninja we- <laughs> with their weapons yet. There's a whole extended scene with Raph's sigh ending up in Donnie's leg. It was a ninja. S- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, is, yeah. It's his sigh. And it's he's running around. It's almost like. I hate to, I mean, I don't want to compare it to Ace Ventura 2, but it's almost like that scene where they throw the spear and it ends up in Ace Ventura's leg. And he's going, ah! Yeah, yeah. It reminded me a lot of, of the South Park episode where oh, they get ninja weapons. Yeah, oh, and they too. throw a ninja star into Butter's eye. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's part of it too, for sure. Also, um, no... Shred, like no shredder, no foot ninjas. I'm fine with that. I'm I'm sure they'll be there. Oh, they I mean they have to be. They have to be. But I'm fine with them being a su- a surprise. And if they don't show up in the movie, I'm okay with it. They lean as much as I love the turtles and shredder, and you know they go hand in hand. They lean far too heavily on shredder as their one big bad. They really need to flesh out some of the other guys. Also, this. This trailer didn't cover any of what no, the there was, was actually nothing. about. No, there so, was nothing. Like, it, yeah, was just, it was just antics. Yeah, there's yeah. no plot information yep. here. And if you're a fan of uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines, the animated movie, uh, a couple of the guys that <laughs> work on that. if you're not, watch it. Watch you it. Will it's, be. it's very good. <laughs> um, but it's the um, same couple, a couple of guys from that. Our co-directors are co-directing on it. this. And uh, you can definitely see the influence. And there's a lot of um, Spider Verse influence. Yeah, it does here look a too. lot of. Yeah, it it's very stylized. Like, yeah, yeah, it looks like it's running at like the slightly lower frame rate, like uh, Spider Verse is, and has a lot of like the, just that look. Yeah, to it does. It. Like it's CGI, but it still looks like hand kind of drawn. It has a, has a kind of a comic booky look to it. Yeah, which I'm fine with. Yeah, yeah. Though the orange and the red are so close together in color, like in the trailer, I almost thought they were pulling the red mask Ninja Turtle. Oh yeah, uh, thing from the original comics. Yeah. Speaking of which, the original comics. Did you uh, have you heard anything about the Eastman and Laird um, uh, future jump graphic I was say, are novel? They fighting again? No, no. <laughs> they're actually they actually got back together and they did a uh, TMNT, the Last Ronin, and the whole thing is set 
20 years, like 20 or 30 years in the future. There's only one turtle left. Michelangelo is the last turtle. The rest of the turtles have died, and it's him on a one turtle mission to take down the grandson of Shredder once and for all to end the Foot Clan forever. That's, that sounds awesome. It's really cool. <laughs> it's a, like he's running around and he has all of the other weapons on his back. And he so wears he like has, all black. So wear, he has all of them and he and wears he, like a black like ninja hood. Out, hood and outfit. And when he pulls back the mask, you could see like aged like sh- um, splinter style like old old turtle wrinkles and stuff. <laughs> it's really cool. And they're doing a spinoff of it with um, next mutation of turtles, essentially, like younger generation that... So Mikey's going to train them. No, Mikey is gone. Oh. It's April and her daughter, uh, Casey. May. Yeah, <laughs> May. Yeah, that's that would work, too. <laughs> May O'Neil. May O'Neil, yeah. <laughs> May <O'Nays. laughs> I'm for Miracle Whip myself, hor- but, you know. She's a horse mutant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, yeah. Turtles. Uh, we have time for one more thing, and I feel like I well, you know what? We're gonna do we're we're gonna blow through two here first. There is the possibility of Beetlejuice two. I mean, they've been teasing it for a long time now. Oh, only since Beetlejuice one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel like it's gotten more traction in the last few years. Yeah, yeah. Now, is he going to Hawaii in this one? We can, we can only hope. We can only hope. They're going to pick up that old script, Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. But no, Jenna uh, Ortega is... Rumoredly. Rumored to be Lydia's daughter in this movie, which... Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, she's she's at serious risk of typecasting herself as goth girl, but right. But, but if she does it good, she does it well. And if she is going to, if she has to get typecast as something, also she her, could do worse. Yeah. Also, her career, her her careers is kind of blowing up right now because she's in Scream. She's in the new Scream, the last two new Scream movies. Yeah. Wednesday uh, was Wednesday the biggest, has been the gangbusters biggest thing on the planet yeah. for like a couple months. <laughs> she was in that Ty West movie uh, X with uh, Amia Goth. Um, if you're squeamish at all, don't watch it. But it's a good movie. And I didn't realize that she was in that until until, you know, she kind of blew up with the other stuff. Did you see her and Aubrey Plaza? They were presenting an award at like the SAG Awards. It was too. Yeah. Yeah. And how they're so the same. They're kind of the same. The same (laughs) shtick. Yeah. Yeah. So the other thing I want to talk about is uh, they are doing They're They finished filming it. uh, A serious ish take on the room yeah a remake of one of the worst movies ever made that already kind of got a sort of remake slash with, with documentary the yeah with the disaster artist yeah and it's starring bob odekirk so better call saul yeah better call johnny <laughs> <laughs> yeah i I'm incredibly conflicted on this. Not as much as I, I'm, I'm not as conflicted now as I was when I first heard it, because as, as it turns out, the, the production company behind this is, um, they do a lot of films for charity. And they, yeah, and that's what this and is. And that's what this is. I, I was immediately turned off on it as well. Because uh, I'm yeah. like, just, there's been enough of the room stuff. We can leave that where it belongs in the past. Like I, I love the room, yeah. but it doesn't need, to exist but if if the proceeds are going to charity and it seems like they're all doing it they're taking it as seriously as possible they're trying to 
polish this movie up best they can. <laughs> make the movie that that Tommy Wiseau wanted to make. Yeah. I it's it would be an interesting curio to check out, but the universe doesn't I don't think it needs it. I really don't. It, it's time to find another bad movie. <laughs> maybe oh, they're out there. Maybe yeah. maybe they'll make big budget versions of uh, Neil Breen. <laughs> no, Neil Breen is is a perfect angel, and he needs to stay. He needs to stay exactly where he's at. Where he sends you a ripped DVR movie. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. It's like the third week in a row that we've talked about. Neil well, he's Breen. so he's so easy to make fun of. <laughs> Do we have time to hit this Flintstones? Yes, do it. Thing. Yeah. Apparently, there. This happens every other year. Somebody attempts to bring back the Flintstones, and we're at that time again. Somebody's trying to bring back the Flintstones. Not just somebody. It's a. It's Elizabeth Banks. Hi. Hi. Hot off the heels of no, cocaine. No, you can. Bear, you can say it. High off the heels of cocaine bear success. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> We're, they're trying to bring the Flintstones back as a series that takes place. What was it? Twenty years. Twenty, 20 years, years after the yeah, w- with um adult Bam Bam and 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 Pebbles Pebbles and uh, Fred and Barney on the verge of retirement, and the it's switching from the Stone Age to the Bronze Age, and the older generation not being able to adapt. Yeah. I don't think there's as many metal puns as there are rock puns. Yeah, you can't really, I mean, you can't really have the same kind of joke putting a bunch of animals inside machines. You get into uh, uh, Eggman territory with that. <laughs> no, yeah, we're going to have a side plot about the the animals losing their jobs to yeah. machines. yeah. Gee. It used to be a living. It, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we have a cast list for this, and we're going to run through them real quick. Uh, we have Stephen Root as Fred. Fine. Maybe That's fine. Maybe a little more lovable of a Fred, I would think. Yeah. Out of Stephen yeah. Root. Uh, we have uh, Amy Sedaris as Wilma. Yeah. Okay. I love Amy Sedaris. Yep. Uh, Nicole Byer as Betty. Jolo Trulio as Barney, who was in. Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. He was the little guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I know yeah. that. Yeah, he's a he's a definite Barney. He's a good yeah. <laughs> he's a good guy, and um, uh, unknown to me, uh, Manny uh, Janico as Bam Bam. So uh, you know, a younger actor as Bam Bam, which is cool. It's good cast. I don't. Again, I don't think this really needs to exist, but. But it'll never come out I anyway. Mean, Flintstones projects never. Come oh yeah, Flintstones <laughs> projects are cursed. So they never get off the yeah well, bedrock. Uh, <laughs> that's remember, actually what the show is called is bedrock. Yeah, by the way, remember yeah. Seth MacFarlane's Flintstones? That definitely happened. Uh huh. Yeah, I remember that, and it wasn't very good. No, it never actually. Oh, happened. that's right. It never actually. Yeah. yeah, he tried. That's that's true. For some reason, I thought I saw like a a, a pilot or something for uh, it's it. Because it's so easy to picture in your mind. Oh yeah, I guess that makes <laughs> sense. That makes also sense. the fact that they're trying to make it like an adult animated show, and so yeah, it, and after like the travesty that is Velma, yeah, you're getting real Velma vibes off this one. Yeah, and I'm like, uh the only thing that I can give for this is it is being set within the universe and where Velma wasn't. True. And this seems like it was it is a Flintstones project from the beginning where Velma seems as though it was more than likely created as a pastiche, almost like a Venture Brothers 
with the you know it should have been that way and then they slapped the actual branding the actual branding to it either way it would have been bad (laughs) it would have been bad but at least at least in its original format it wouldn't be actively damaging the scooby brand yeah exactly yeah i don't think there would have been as much vitriol for velma if it would have not been Velma. that's true if it was just something it would have came and went yeah it would have been like you know like a paradise pd or exactly what i would have about said it would have went down the exact same hole paradise pd yeah yeah the the same toilet the same toilet yeah All right, hey, we got to wrap things up here. So you have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Patreon at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can give us a call and leave us a voicemail on the Nerd Overload hotline. That number is 419-561-5556. Um, tell us what Hanna-Barbera reboot you want next. I want and a gritty reboot of the Funky Phantom. <laughs> I was going to say, and tell me why it's Hong Kong Fooey. <laughs> Cocaine Yogi Bear. <laughs> uh, there's That might be the episode title. Congratulations. <laughs> speed, speed Buggy 2000. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> You can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. Finally, I'd like to thank Parker for manning the Facebook group, helping us find all the great news articles that we report on, and David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Yabba-dabba-doo. A Riverdale-style dabberjaw. jaw. <laughs>